Welcome to Starting Change. I'm Danushi and this podcast is brought to you by Startup Smart, Australia's leading startup news and opinion site. In this episode, we explore what it takes to build a business model that creates real-world impact. Now, Facebook founder Mark Zuckerberg recently said that it's backward to want to start a business when you don't even know what you want to do. So what's your problem and what is it that you want to solve? Well, let's take a look at a case study. Thanky Group has become a household name, stocked by leading retailers making nearly $5 million in profit, all of which is distributed to projects that improve the lives of people in poverty. They've also just launched a baby care range, acquired the social enterprise Wonderful Mama, and are expanding into New Zealand. So let's ask Daniel Flynn, the founder of Thanky Group, how their model works. We have three main entities. One is the Thank You Charitable Trust that owns our business, which is another entity, Thank You Group Proprietary Limited. If the trust operates real simply, it gets profit from the group and gives 100% of what it gets in out to our impact partners around the world. So that part of the business model is really simple. It's money in, money out, but then it's just about appropriately delivering those funds and ensuring that it's sustainable in terms of the types of programs we fund that's traceable and trackable. The business is a really focused commercial entity. Its aim is to make as much profit as it can for the charitable trust and that's what pays all of our staff and does all the marketing and product development and we've recently just launched a third entity which is called our Future Fund. Essentially we're setting up like our own mini little investment fund. It's raised over $1.6 million which is amazing. With that money we've now got an ability to give to the, the business to launch into new countries or to even uh, launch into new categories. So kind of like seed funding. It's taking that crowdsourced money to propel the vision further. Before Thank You was born, Flynn was confronted by an issue that crushes the lives of people in developing communities. One day he read that more than 4,000 children must walk long distances to collect water for them and their families. Flynn found himself glued to the computer screen, thinking, what if that was me? What if that was me? He cried as he read the human stories behind the statistics of poor access to clean water. But instead of starting out to launch a business, Flynn began to wonder how they could actually solve this problem. Soon, he uncovered an irony. At the same time, hundreds of millions of people were dying from dirty water. The bottled water industry was thriving. Flynn says it was worth $50 billion at the time. Today, it's worth $100 billion. So began the idea for Thank You. What if they used some of that commercial profit to help solve this major social challenge? In its simplest form, we wanted to find a way to empower people to change the world in a really practical way. And we dreamed of products that were great products where all the profit would go to helping fund life-changing programs in Australia and around the world. But figuring out the right business model took Flynn and his team a little while. It's been eight years to this point, and you know, I'd say the first three years, we pretty much wouldn't have made it onto many people's radars. The challenge, though, was taking the potential of a good idea and really accelerating that, and that really didn't kick in until year five. With this idea to take on the bottled water industry, Flynn and his co-founders Justine Flynn and Jared Burns faced a grueling uphill battle. People often remark about just how tough it was. It's because we had a really simple product, bottled water, and we're trying to crack into this market. It's saturated. It's got hundreds of bottles of water globally, and you've got some of the biggest brands in the world competing in the space. Along that journey, we had a lot of setbacks and knockbacks. So I think the biggest one was major retailers who just didn't take it seriously. They like the concept, but they're saying, you know, 
know, you're in a market that you've got competitors who are willing to invest three to five million dollars in launches, and you guys don't have that. As a little fish in a sea of sharks, Flynn and his team had to get creative to raise awareness about their brand. So they started to reach out slowly to the media and developed a video campaign explaining who they are, what they do, and why they need their customers to help. You may be very well aware of Thank You Water, or you may have only just stumbled across us. The idea is simple. If you're going to purchase a bottle of water, you may as well choose Thank You Water, because every bottle sold provides a month's worth of water to someone in need. People started uploading videos of themselves singing and dancing and rapping, and just going crazy for Thank You Water at the time, and that led to our product getting ranged. This campaign gave Flynn and his team a first glimpse into the loyal customer base starting to grow around the Thank You brand. So when they decided to go and knock on the doors of the big supermarkets, they rallied their Thank You customers again. We took that concept and sort of two years later at year five, we rolled that out on a much, much grander scale. This time our YouTube video said that we're launching not just water, but our food and body care range, which we developed for over two years. And we told everyone on YouTube that we had a meeting booked with Coles and Woolies in two weeks' time and we needed them to jump onto their Facebook wall and tell them that if they stocked the thank you range, people would buy it. Flynn and his team prove that their product is wanted by inspiring the people who use it to speak for themselves. And this went literally viral, nearly 100,000 views on the video in two weeks. And it was just such an incredible thing for us to see. And it led to literally industry record breaking time in terms of the commitments we have from the supermarkets. We had products range within hours of, of the first meeting. Thank You Group is now entering its next major chapter as it expands into more and more new markets. So I would say the last three years, we've been able to prove this model further and further as we've moved into new categories, like our food and body care range. But also we've been able to make it more sustainable, you know, building to now what is 40 staff in our team. And we've got a business that can continue to develop and make great product and hopefully keep winning against some pretty big global competitors. To compel consumers to choose Thank You products, Flynn and his team have been quite innovative in how they share their impacts. There's a few numbers over the years that have taken people on a journey. So obviously at a, at a dollar level, we've promoted our profits each year. It didn't start out great. It was like seven and a half grand year one, $7,800 year two. But that's not really proving impact. That's just talking about profit. The next point has always been about communicating the types of programs we're funding and the number of beneficiaries. I mean, today we stand at over 212,000 people who now have access to a sustainable water source. And we've got 305,000 people that have been funded with health and sanitation programs. And then our food programs have funded over 27 million days worth of food aid. And we show people these top level numbers, but what people also have is an opportunity when you buy a thank you product to grab your tracker code. When you type that individual code into our website, we zoom into the GPS coordinates of the exact program that you're funding. And so we really show people, hey, this bottle or this music bar is assigned to this program. But as a business that's working to drive real world change, Flynn says measuring impact goes far beyond these high level numbers. All the stuff that I'm talking about is great. I mean, profit's great, showing the impact, talking about the numbers, number of wells, number of filters, and we've got all of those numbers. But to your point, proving impact, and this is probably the, the greatest challenge, I think, the entire social space. You can say a number of wells and a number of people that have potentially got access to it, but the real question is, is it improving lives? And that's something that we're on a journey with with a lot of our project partners around, okay, so the programs are in place, 
That's not impact, that's hardware and education. What's been the reduction in waterborne disease? What's been the reduction in diarrheal rates? Or uh, in our new programs with our infant and maternal health programs, we're actually funding a partner who has been able to prove year on year phenomenal reductions in infant and maternal death rates in communities that they work in. And I think ultimately that outcome focus, uh, that's impact. So when it comes to making real-world change as a business, Flynn says it's important to understand the problem at hand and to have an honest and hard look at how effective your product or service is in solving the challenge. The new founders, I would say, do not get caught up on the marketability of impact. And what I see a lot is people go, oh, hang on, so a blanket costs, who knows, 10 bucks. Oh, we could fund 10,000 blankets and that's great because we're going to sell 10,000 blankets and we'll do like a blanket for blanket thing. Um, and while buying a blanket and giving a blanket is a really strong marketing proposition and there is an element of impact there, I think if you're starting out wanting to make a significant difference, you've got to ask the tough question, you know, by providing a free blanket, is that, is that really what's needed or is there more work to be done around counselling and integrating that particular community member into long-term housing? And those are the types of programs that create sustainable change, but they're not cheap and they're not very marketable. And this is a thank you. You'll notice if you look through all of our stuff, you won't find many claims around buy this bottle and give this certain amount of water or, or buy a box of muesli and we give a box of muesli. No, we're funding really sustainable programs that are actually really expensive to fund. They don't have really big numbers behind them because they're they're helping the smaller groups of people be in a sustainable way. But because we're driven by impact, that's stuff we want to fund. Daniel Flynn, the founder of Thank You Group, ending that story. Now, have you got a problem that's keeping you up at night? Well, tell us on social media. We'd love to hear what it is and why you would like to solve it. Be sure to use the hashtag starting change and you can find Startup Smart on Twitter through the handle at Startup Smart now. Startup Smart is also on Facebook and LinkedIn. Thanks for listening. I'm Danushi. We'll see you next time.